0: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 241 of the 365 Message Center show. I am Daniel, and that is...
1: Daryl, as, 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 as they say. I don't know where I was going with
0: that. (laughs) I don't know either. Um, Yeah, so uh, welcome. Uh, I do want to pause here for just a moment. Today in the United States is uh, a day that, uh, memorial day, a day that we pause, we stop, we recognize those that have served our country in the military and have made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, have lost their lives in the service of our country. We, uh, we recognize and honor them year round. Uh, I know I do, um, but today is set aside as a, as a special day for us to pause and do that as a nation. And I wanted to just take a moment to say, um, for those that have um, served, we thank you. But for those that, we have, uh, that have lost family members, friends that have served, Um, We want to say that we uh, honor them today and that we appreciate your sacrifice to keep our land free and our world safer. So thank you very much.
1: Um,
0: Thank you uh, very much, everyone. So for allowing me to say that. So switching gears, um, I will say that today is going to be kind of fun because we actually have a couple of Outlook announcements, mm. which is interesting, uh, something that we don't... Uh, normally, It's uh, we have several Teams announcements today, and, and I think we only have one that we're covering that's related uh, to, uh, yeah. for Teams, but um, it's mostly... Anyway, uh, first of all, I wanted to do two things, if you'll allow me, Daryl.
1: Uh, you may. Go ahead.
0: Thank you. First of all, everyone who is watching or listening to this podcast, please give us a thumbs up. It helps others find the podcast. Uh, feel free. And we we would give you some, some sort of an award. Um, I'm sure I can find something around here to give away. To those who also share, take the URL, just copy it from the podcast or from the video and paste it into your favorite social medium, whether that's Insta, that's Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um and just paste it in there and say, I like this show, you should watch it too. We'd we'd greatly appreciate that. Um the second thing I wanted to do is to show <coughs> off you okay over there? Maybe some water? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm fine. Um Thanks. is show off my new shirt. How do you like my shirt?
1: It's uh well it's it's quite new. It's uh you might say modern.
0: Ha <laughs> ha My shirt for those audio podcasts is hashtag. Oh, it's over here. Hashtag modern is now. I thought it was fun, so I went ahead and got the shirt. Um, oh, it's modern is now, but it also has a dot com at the bottom.
1: All right? Do you have a if you wanted yet?
0: oh, sure. It's a great website. If if everybody wants to go out there to ModernIsNow.com, it's a fantastic uh, site. So. Yeah um <clears throat> what's that
1: it kept up to date oh, i see what it is yeah I'm yeah
0: yeah nice. Shh, don't give away the secret okay so uh did you want to say anything before we kick off and get into oh no no no
1: get, get into it topics. Everyone's, everyone's waiting come on chop chop let's get into it chop chop well yeah.
0: the first up is is one about whiteboards and we're actually going to have um another announcement about whiteboards a little bit later but this one is talking about the change to deletion of whiteboards behavior mc381447 this is uh you know today whenever you delete a a user account their whiteboards in azure just go away they go poof into the ether of nothingness Think it recycled, um, Daniel
1: the, the bits and bytes taking right. the next whiteboard it's it's quite a conscientious decision.
0: Yes, what Daryl said. So, um, and we know that the change is happening of storing whiteboards in OneDrive um, f- for those that we create and we're sharing. So that's not going to be um, changed. None of that that you know that's going to act with the retention of OneDrive. So that's not what we're talking about here. But what we're going to be able to do um is uh really transfer those whiteboards. Uh and for a user, before you delete the account, transfer the ownership of those whiteboards um using invoke dash transfer all whiteboards um and be able to transfer those off. So you know in your processes for how you deactivate accounts just make sure that this is part of that you know checklist the um i will say you know deleting a user is should not be done quickly when someone leaves the company um you know you shouldn't delete that user immediately and and you know deactivating taking away licensing thumbs up right but Uh, Remember, when you recreate a user, it's a different user, even if you use the same username. Totally different user. Any of the things they've owned in the past don't come back magically. Uh, This is the way it's been with on-prem AD for ever, and it's the same way. So let's make sure we're not deleting users unless we really want to delete them um, as part of our process, and it shouldn't be the first step. Anything else you want to mention about this, Darren?
1: No, no, I just, uh, um, it's, it's good to see a process and some rigor around the, the ownership of whiteboards. Um, you know, this is another thing that is stored, now is stored in, uh, also in your OneDrive. So this sort of process is just as important for offboarding uh, employees employees as, as anything else involving OneDrive. Loops included. Which they're still figuring out i see
0: hmm. indeed yeah so um i'd like speaking of of new stuff i'd like a preview of the fancy fancy mm. outlook mm-hmm, for windows mm-hmm.
1: i might have you covered there uh release of the preview of outlook for windows mc381366 this time a legitimate Preview, <laughs> not one that you have to go to um, a speakeasy and mention a password and say, uh, Tom sent me and um, download it and get yourself in trouble. No, no, Who's no. Tom? This is legit. I, <laughs> I just, sorry, Tom, for all the Toms that I know, I'm sorry. I wasn't referring to you. Uh, but this is uh, legitimate, right? This is uh, a way of getting Outlook early and it is via the Office Insider Beta channel. Um, this is a way of being able to get software early to try things out. And I will just, you know, briefly show you as part of that. I'm not gonna step through this in terms of a demo because video coming, but um, yeah, this began to roll out on May 17th. And it's, uh, yeah, something I can show you now. Look, rather than just talking about it, let's just, uh, let's take a look. Right. So. Here we have it. It's right here. Uh, oh, maybe not, Daniel. Um, maybe not. What is this? No. Okay. Let's try that again. Uh, one, two, three, four, nope. that's it. No. Okay. Outlook. Uh, whoops. No, I shouldn't have done this live. <laughs> nice. It cut back to the old profile. Just a moment. Uh, yes, we'll restart. So would out. You,
0: maybe you can describe what you're what you're doing. Like, why is this happening? Um, yeah, yeah. Why is this happening?
1: Because yeah. Daryl decided to do something exciting for the show again, and um, has not been prepared as properly. Um, with the um, beta channel uh, version of Office, uh, you will begin to see a switch. Uh, up in the top right-hand corner of Outlook, which lets you try the new Outlook. And, uh, you know, just even getting to that point of how do we get beta channel on our desktops? uh, I've I've used the method of the Office Deployment tool, um, and this is a way that your admin might be deploying Office to your desktops, uh, and you can do it as an individual, if you've got permission, of course, on your own machines, but there's a, a switch or two here that when you run the program, it downloads a version and it says, use the beta channel version of office. So that's how I've got it onto my machine. And it's really just a case of, okay, I want to try this out, let's switch it over, try the new outlook, um, you choose- So you're clicking the
0: toggle up in, mm-hmm. up in the right hand. Correct. Corner.
1: Yeah, and okay, you might have seen just as a, as a brief cut over there as something of a little joke, I had the Outlook web access in the background with the same account. And now Outlook, now that it's been switched over, has loaded up over the top of that. And yeah, there's not a lot of difference. Uh, here we go. Outlook on the web. New Outlook. Outlook on the web. New Outlook. There are some differences and there will Indeed. be. But um, key thing here is that it really is as close as possible. Uh, the code for the Outlook on the web experience to bring those capabilities and features, which I know Daniel you use a lot,
0: one hundred percent. And hmm. um, I love Outlook on the web, and so seeing this kind of, hey, look, this new Outlook is going to be very, very close to that. I think is amazing, hmm. um, and you know when we talk about, in fact, we've got a update later on the show that I'm going to say, see, you should be using Outlook on the web. And so it'll, for this version as well, it'll work. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I like that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Now um, there are going to be some things that uh, it is in preview. So do expect there to be um, some things missing uh, in that experience and just get rid of that. We'll just jump on back to our message. Um, Things like uh, if you're wanting to, or you need uh, multiple accounts where you might be signed into um, a few different accounts and you want them layering your calendars and accessing mail in different places, uh, search folders, um, uh, shared mailbox support, those sorts of things. Um, So it's, it's just cautiously, cautiously. This is something you'll try and then just quickly see, can I still do my job before you continue? Um, so it's it's available now I've told you a little bit about how to get it on your machines and, and if you you know get some help from your, your admins to do so if you're not the admin listening in um, and just try a few things out now uh, we did have um, some kerfuffle in the community as that that um, previous beta build was leaked and came out and there was a switch there to say if you want to prevent it from working on your machines or rather connecting to your mailboxes, then here's a PowerShell script. That's still the case, it's still there if you wanna have that kind of control. So have a look further down the notes if you feel the, the need to prevent the new Outlook client from cutting over. But as Indeed. I mentioned, I'll be doing a, a deeper dive in a, in a video, yeah. um, video at some point and uh, we'll move on to the next message, today.
0: Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So the next message uh, is uh, about stream so this is configure the existing stream tile in microsoft 365 app launcher to go to the new stream app on office.com and this is rolling out targeted release began rolling out late may and expected to be completed by late june and standard will be rolling out early july and expected to be completed by late August. I did want to mention one thing. I just read this, I I said targeted release, and it's got in parentheses entire organization. Um, When I give a talk about this whole keeping up with change, uh, one thing I point out is there's actually three settings for your environment, for your tenant. One being targeted release, another being standard. And then there's kind of one sorta in the middle, which is targeted release for certain people. Well, when it says entire org, that means if you've selected that first one, targeted release for entire organization, if you've selected targeted release for selected users, then you won't get it. You'll get it at a later time, right? And probably um, it could be inferred. It's at the standard release time. Okay, rabbit hole, I'm coming back. So, <clears throat> standard. I'm sorry for uh, classic Stream. This is that Stream app we've used in previous uh, Stream.Microsoft.com. Um, that it gives you that uh, experience of a portal for your videos, and you have channels, and you can publish to. Uh, we've been talking about this for a long time now. The stream new version of Stream the modern stream, modernisnow.com, is um, the modern stream is really the technology that's powering your video and audio uh, files in SharePoint and OneDrive. Uh, What Microsoft is transitioning to is this new app, and I'm putting app in quotes because it's really a landing page right now for Uh, video content and audio content uh, on office.com it it really is just a filter on your files in fact when you go to office.com and see your files there if you click on filter and click on videos then it looks very very similar to this landing page for stream now what you're going to be able to do once you get it now my demo tenant that is targeted release already has this so yours may uh, as well if it's uh, set to target or release is you'll be able to go to sharepoint administration home go to settings and then there's a stream uh link a stream option for settings now uh one thing that you'll notice in this screenshot that daryl's showing and screenshot that is in the message is it looks like the top one is highlighted which is the default admin center that's not the right setting uh the the yeah the screenshots wrong the setting that you have to select is called stream that's the app and then the name of it is app launcher tile once you do that you have three choices you can automatically switch um and for and that will be uh whenever the grand selection is done when Microsoft says okay we're done we're switching
1: when Microsoft Um, thinks it's ready
0: that's right the second one is for stream on SharePoint that's modern is now.com um that is the modern and that's what we're talking about here what this new look is on office.com and then this the third one is stream classic now I don't know how um this is going to work between the first choice and the third choice if I select stream classic how long is it going to stay there mm. just don't know this automatic switch to stream when recommended <clears throat> Um, there's some sort of logic there that we don't know uh, don't have an insight into what why it would switch you automatically or not so just to to let you know there so you just select you can select stream in uh, the modern one stream on sharepoint and then whenever someone goes to the app launcher in the top left they select stream it will take them to this new office.com place that shows their videos now. Daryl, have you seen, and I'm asking this question, I already know the answer, but Mm. have you seen this experience in
1: office.com before? Yes, I have.
0: And what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I think it's in line with other applications like Word, Excel, PowerPoint documents, where you can go to a page and it shows you stream videos, but it looks a little different, Daniel.
0: It looks a little different. but it is it really is you know i told you i mentioned the whole filtering thing um Mm -hmm. before it's very similar to that and it is not um some it is not a video experience it's a file experience right Mm -hmm. so when you go and click on a video what is the behavior it it takes you to that file right it opens a new tab and and starts it opens that file, that audio or video file, right?
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it is not, and I heard many people call stream originally the, the classic version St- they called stream the YouTube for the enterprise.
1: Mm-hmm. Ha-
0: have you heard that? That I heard that a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yep.
0: That's just not what this is. There, no. you know, YouTube, you expect to see videos you click on, you could play them right there on the page experience the the information no that's not it
1: it's just a file list Mm. Um, now it will once you open one it'll show it at the top but what you're saying is we'll be maybe a bit disappointed when we change this over that it won't look like this new portal
0: yeah i mean basically you're switching you're saying i'm going to switch from classic to modern classic was a portal you could Um, really manage what was shown on the page. you had channels, you know, you could manage the experience and as a user, I can interact with the videos in a more video interactive way. (laughs) Um, This is switching users to use a file list, right? And it's a file list of videos that are, that the service says you've, you've seen recently.
1: I'm not clear on what's the the bit in between this, because as Hilda said in the chat, um, you know, she was concerned about whether this was going to be the default, is it on or off? Uh, and that a lot of organizations still depend on being able to go to a portal that's made for them, a channel page that pulls together all the videos for that channel. Uh, and do they? how do they still get to that? Do you know?
0: yeah um really this needs to be part of your migration process of videos off of that old to new Mm. um I don't know what that honestly I'm not sure what the recommendation is there for moving videos off um Mm. of the old stream and you know those really I think organizations need to look at how we're going to manage video moving forward and what is it that we've put in the stream classic experience Uh, some Mm. organizations didn't use it very much but other organizations used it a lot this is where we're you know microsoft told us we've moved from this thing called office 365 video which was another service they said no no you need to use stream now and now it's no 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 you don't need to use stream classic you need to use stream modern which is Mm. basically another file type which i like i like it being another file type and and don't get me wrong it's just this portal experience, we don't really have that solution right now. Mm. Um, you know, you can build somewhat of a portal experience by building yeah. a SharePoint page, using a SharePoint template for video, um, built you know, doing search web parts for video and you know, um, but it is um it's not there yet and it's not an automatic thing, right? No. It's something you every organization is gonna have to build for themselves.
1: Um, do you think that's would, the intention that a uh, uh, the new channel is going to be a dedicated commu- communication site for the channel content?
0: I, so <clears throat> I wish. I, I, I think what I would like to see here is a portal that relies <clears throat> on search, that is more um, customizable to where i can say i want to highlight these videos right so i'm thinking a a sharepoint communication site a portal Mm -hmm. right that i can say here's some important videos from our organization but here's a listing of all the videos that may be recommended for you right that um that way i can publish videos on this site it be highlighted or otherwise i'm gathering all of the the sharepoint or the files from sharepoint onedrive that uh, may be recommended for the user, they follow the site or it was published to it. Maybe a video that was published to the home site should be mm. shown on that portal um, um, more readily than others, you know, things like that to where, no, we're not saying this is some new technology. We're utilizing the power that we have already, yeah. but um, in, a, in a way that every organization doesn't have to rebuild it uh, from scratch. Um, it sure would be nice.
1: Kind of like the the way that news is pulled into a hub site. Yeah. And that you can filter from different sources. Right. Here's an idea. Given here's an idea. Point, you know, it's it's all about following so, that pattern.
0: So I'm not, I here's this announcement. I'm not like thrilled. I'm not jumping up and down because frankly, I don't think there's a great solution. I think this is something that is nice to, to one step, but it's not mm. in a step in a right or wrong direction. It's just a step. I feel like um, we still have the need for building that video, that multimedia portal uh, for yep. organizations.
1: Yeah. Be clear on, on what, what the experience is before you make this mm-hmm. change. And dare I say, apply some change management. People Maybe so. coming. Hmm.
0: All right, so moving right along, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So feel free that when you're sharing this episode on socials, you you throw in your thoughts about uh, what you think about the switch to uh, the App Launcher for stream. And while you're doing that, maybe share your thoughts on annotating in Mm. Teams in a shared screen.
1: Yeah, look, this is something I know a number of my clients are going to be excited about because they use zoom and other other uses and other use cases and have loved to be able to draw stuff on the screen to have a conversation to annotate and to collaborate during a call um and so collaborative annotations on presenter shared screen is going to bring that to us in a team's online meeting mc383876 and it's uh actually surprisingly i think it's it's better than what I expected it to be. They're rolling this out in mid June. Um, so a, a few weeks away-ish, completed late June. Um, notice that there's no splitting of <clears throat> what tenants, what settings, whatever, it's mm-hmm. just coming. And it's a. Uh, as you're sharing your screen as a presenter, you will be able to click a button. It's this little pencil icon, I guess, uh, and w- where you would usually allow people to have control or not control, and it brings up the whiteboard bar. So that is familiar tools for those of you who use whiteboard. You can ink, you can um, use laser, you can use your highlight, uh, but also adding sticky notes or text or shapes or, or thumbs up and all that sort of stuff onto a screen. And so it's the one that the the screen that's being shared by the presenter. And you can allow um, the other people in the meeting to um, to annotate over the top with you, uh, or maybe only you can annotate. You can turn on collaborative cursors so people can indicate, hey, this part of the screen that you're sharing, this is what I want to see more of, and this is what I've got feedback for. Um, so those are good things. Uh, it's, yeah, like I said, Daniel, quite surprising. I know that we're, gotta keep moving along because there's a few more things to talk about but it's um one of the things that's a bit of a gotcha is that if you want to save your annotations after you've had that little session take a screenshot there is no button on the um toolbar to say save as a png or a jpeg so just keep that in mind but um great to see the the melding of whiteboard and this annotation experience together um and yeah we'll move along i mean with any, any be, thoughts to daniel
0: well it'll just be will be interesting to see what people use this for mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to hear it you know i'd like to see what um what kind of improvements in in the way people work uh with this it'll
1: be interesting yeah. i think it comes up when you're um giving some support and you're sort of trying to indicate to people this is where i want you to go talking, saying that out loud, I don't think it actually going to operate the same way that the Zoom annotation works. This is more like it's a screenshot. OK, let's drag our stuff all over it. We're done. OK, turn off annotations. Now we're back to a live screen view, um, but we'll see uh, and we'll see in a few weeks time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, Daniel, tell us about uh, that other Outlook announcement
0: for this yeah. week. This is outlook additional RSVP options, MC three, eight, five, four, five, one. And we, this is a hybrid world we're living in. There are people that will, um, be going back into the office. Some that won't, uh, and maybe, um, will be in and out of the office. And so Mm -hmm. it, it could be something that is difficult for you as an organizer to understand, will people be attending in person or not? they be virtual so coming to outlook on the web see i told you there's another reason why you should be using outlook on the web coming to outlook on the web and the new outlook for windows which daryl demonstrated earlier uh, you will have the option as responding to a a meeting invite to say i'm going to attend if if that's your up if that's what you're saying (laughs) that i will attend in person or virtually uh, so this will give the organizer information as well as others because they'll be others will be able to see the feedback uh, to see uh, if you're going to be there in person or virtually. And so um, one thing to note, this is, well, actually a couple things. First, you don't have to be in your uh, the same tenant to see these options. So if you're using a, a browser, you're using Microsoft 365, you will see these options as well no matter if you're um, in, in the tenant or not, meaning you'll be able to see people's responses for that. The hmm. other is if you're using a different, using classic Outlook for Windows, which is interesting, they're already calling it classic before <laughs> the production release of the new one, um, for 365 or an Exchange Online account, you'll be able to see it, but uh, the responses, but you will not be able to respond with, I'm going to be there virtually ah. or in person, you'll just be able to say yes or no. And this Mm. is rolling out um, targeted release early June, standard release mid to late June. um, And then for Mac, the current channel late June and then Outlook Mobile late June as well.
1: Happy to see this one because sometimes, you've got uh, an important meeting on and people signal I'm coming. Um, but not necessarily into the office. You might make plans to turn up and everyone else has chosen to attend from home. Mm -hmm. Um, So they can work both ways. You can all decide, okay, let's all go in and do that.
0: Exactly. And honestly, here's one thing that I think is going to happen. Let's be real. Is that if, you know, your boss's boss's boss is on this invite and (laughs) he or she has responded with, yes, I'll be there in person. It's like... Maybe I should go in and be there in person too.
1: <laughs> Maybe. That's what the boss would hope. <laughs>
0: right. Anyway, so let's talk about multitasking in, yeah, yeah. in, in meetings because that's what yep. we all do anyway. But this one is actually a really great multitasking
1: uh, functionality in the iPad, which finally is here. Well, it's a, it's a multitask that's designed for the experience to be able to chat while you're in a meeting cool we do that right but i attend a fair few meetings from my ipad uh because it's convenient and i might be having my breakfast while i'm attending like an early meeting to understand something um so camera off of course but um my experience to date has been um chat okay that's all i see meeting continues in the background can't see a thing but i can chat and then oh Back to seeing the content, but there's all this conversation going that, that I want to see as well. Uh, so MC three eight four three two nine talks about a new experience in the uh, in Teams for iPad during meetings that you'll be able to get that side panel and see the shared content and a gallery down below of the people. So very much more much closer to Teams desktop experience uh, when attending meetings. So multitasking chat. Alongside content, love it. Um, not makes much sense. more to say about that. Oh, when is it? When is it, Joe? Feature begins rolling out now-ish, uh, late May. Which can you get any later here in New Zealand on the thirty-first of May? Uh, complete <laughs> roll out um, by early June. So, um, yeah, I might have to might have to show you how it works. Um, it'll be arriving shortly. Yeah, it just makes sense too. Mm. If you're going to
0: attend the meeting, let's see chat as well. Yeah. So I love
1: it. Finishing off, Daniel, with uh, just yes. flowing out uh, the rest ha-ha. of... Nice, nice, nice. Sense.
0: This one is flow.microsoft.com is moving to make.powerautomate.com, MC386412, and this is exactly what it says, is that <laughs> they are moving the Power Automate service from the domain of flow.microsoft.com to make.powerautomate.com. And this is from uh, somewhere in June to July of 2022. Uh, so there's a listing of URLs. Number one thing you need to make sure uh, for those that um, regulate URLs, we need to make sure that those are allowed, right? So mm. it, make sure that powerautomate.com is a domain that you allow. Um, and then uh, f- there's others here as well. So if the uh, government ones, I'm noticing that are not changing, apparently, or maybe uh, for some reason they f- missed, they forgot to update the message, but it looks like for now maybe those are not changing. Mm.
1: Um,
0: from gov.flow.microsoft.us, for instance. Uh, and then China is changing from www.powerautomate.cn to make.powerautomate.cn
1: so I think just write sure. about those government ones there's yeah. actually no change between the two
0: yeah and so i'm not sure if the message is wrong or if they're actually not changing mm. um, so just make sure that these urls for those that manage those make sure those are allowed on your machines as well as in your network um, now you can go to these urls now this says but just know there's no support So if something goes wrong when you go to those URLs, don't open up a ticket. It will be supported only when Microsoft enables the redirection, meaning once you go to flow.microsoft.com and it automatically redirects you to make.powerautomate.com, then you can get support for the new domain.
1: Will they still be called Flows? I believe so.
0: Hmm.
1: We'll see. Mm, Okay. I
0: mean, there's... There's Microsoft marketing, and then there's what we call them, you know, whatever one calls it, right? So <laughs> a lot of times those things go together. Sometimes they don't. So yeah. if we as a an as industry want to call them something different, let's do it. But, you know, we kind of all have to be on the same page.
1: I remember yeah. that when it was uh, a marketing push to say, it's called Outlook on the web. But it's not OWA. We're now reserving that for Office web app. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and Phil's got something to add there, too, about um, the experience at the moment. If you have error trapping using flow.microsoft.com, I'll think about updating those flow URLs. Yes.
0: Yeah, if that is, I mean, all of the, if you're using this in any of your flows, any of your apps where you're doing some handling there, that that is a great call out by Phil.
1: Um, Hmm. Make sure you
0: update those for sure.
1: Yep. That was our last message, and it was a slightly longer episode than usual, but we were um, glad we could bring it to you. Thank you for your patience as we uh, took an episode yeah. off. Uh, but we're back, at least for now, Till whatever else happens next. <laughs> well, that's a bit final. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what to yeah. do? Um, it's, it's like this video to let people know. Ring that bell to say that you do want to... Um, hear about more episodes I think the, the, when you do choose to subscribe and ring the bell you'll get more of a notification about when we plan to go live we usually schedule these quite late like a day but or or less before we plan to go live so good to have that one flicked over so that it'll appear in mm-hmm. your feed and you'll, you'll know to attend uh, but thanks again for coming along and uh, we'll see you again next week thanks to everyone in the chat bye for now